Welcome to Proven and Probable. Today we're going to highlight an exploration and development stage company that is focused on copper in some of the top mining jurisdictions in the world. I'm speaking of none other than Granite Creek Copper. Before we begin, as always, I invite you to become the next subscriber to Proven and Probable. All you have to do is click the subscribe button, click the bell, and if you like our content, please give us a thumbs up. Now, on to today's interview. Joining us for a conversation is Tim Johnson, the CEO of Granite Creek Copper. Mr. Johnson, welcome to the show, sir. Thank you very much, Maurice. It's a lovely to be here. Beautiful day today. <laughs> I know you're delighted as well as shareholders. A lot of moving pieces here, all going in the right yes. direction for Granite Creek Copper. Uh, let's get right into it, actually, if we may. Uh, sir, Granite Creek is now exploring the combined land package at CarMax and CarMax North. How has the addition of the CarMax project changed the company? Well, I, I, I can go back to really the company's in, in inception, and that was January of 2019. Um, and so what's happened, with, within 24 months, we've gone from what, what, what could have been considered an early stage exploration play to, to a resource company with, with significant resources. Uh, and we're working hard on, on developing a plan to aggressively grow those resources in, in the coming months. Well, you've definitely moved the timeline in fast forward, absolutely, because this usually takes years, and the business acumen of the company has just moved the, the timeline so much faster. And, and again, uh, as a shareholder, I applaud you for all the great work here. So uh, we just had some drill results released a few weeks ago. Can you provide us with some context on those? Well, what we'd been telling the market before we drilled that once we combined the two properties, we were really going to focus on the, the sulfide potential at CarMax and then um, on the adjacent property, the Stu property, which we've now renamed CarMax North, um, just both the sulfide and oxide potential. So our, our drill campaign really um, sort of proved up that scenario. Um, it, was, it was a bit of a proof of concept for us. Uh, we drilled uh, 127 meters of 0.85% equivalent at CarMax, and that was primarily sulfide. So that really shows the sulfide potential that not only some of it underlying the, the, the overlying oxide, but also some of it very, very near to, to, to surface. And then at the adjacent uh, CarMax North property, we intercepted some pretty high-grade material up to 4.5% copper um, over narrower widths, you know, 4 meters, but we also hit a um, a 0.95 over 25 meters, and that was mostly oxide. So we've been able in a, in a very small program to show that we have the ability to grow both the oxide and sulfide resources, um, and that, that we've, we've got some, some great targets that are being developed for, uh, for the 2021 field season. Another demonstration of the proof of concept here. Uh, you know, if I may share with us, what's the size of the CarMax? Because many of us are familiar with this formerly known as the Stew, the CarMax North. But talk to us about the size of the, the CarMax deposit. Okay, so the, the measured and indicated resources, uh, as developed by previous operators, we didn't drill these off, and, and this is from a, um, a 2017 43-101 report, is just under 24 million tons of 0.85% copper. Um, and then it's got some good precious metal credits that go with it. And when you add the precious metal credits on a copper equivalent basis, we're looking at about 1.3% copper. Let's look at some compare and contrast. How does the Granite Creek copper story uh, compare with your peers right now as far as valuation? 
Well, that's a that's an interesting and very difficult question to answer. Um, there isn't very many copper peers at the stage that we're at. That is uh, a company with with resources and looking to expand, and uh, relatively high grade. I mean, if you go out there, you can find some large low grade deposits. You know, in the hundreds of millions of of tons. But something that's in in and around a, a percent or better is very difficult to um, to find. Um, we see. Um, projects with with similar tonnage um, even there are a few of them out there you'll get uh, anywhere from you know five to uh, to 15 16 cents per pound of contained copper um, reflected in in those companies uh, share prices uh, we're sitting right around five right now so we think there's lots of room once the market recognizes our contained metal and we're able to add resources we think there's lots of room for the share price to grow on that basis alone and you're not alone in that. The company just announced a financing. Uh, how did the market respond to that one, sir? Well, the market responded very well. Um, within hours of announcing the financing, our book was was almost completely full. Um, and we looked to, to expand that financing. But we're, we're cautious as to dilution, and, and we don't really want to issue um, too many shares until we've had the opportunity to show that we can grow those resources and, and you know what the subsequent um, expansion would be. Speaking of growth, how do you plan to grow the resource? Well, we're currently planning between an eight and 10,000 meter drill program for our 2021 field season. Um, and we are going to be targeting uh, probably about 80% of that drill program will be focused on resource expansion. Uh, so we've got a lot of actually what we consider low hanging fruit in that the targets have been developed. They're, they're near step outs from, from some uh, pretty high grade historic drilling. And we've got all the data from the previous operators who left some undrilled targets um, as uh, as they were, were leaving the property. When can investors expect to see news and what's in store for 2021? Well, again, it's, it's resource expansion, resource expansion, resource expansion. That's going to be our, our primary focus as we move into the field season um, to do that. Um, so you can look for announcements on what those pro programs might be coming up in, in the coming weeks. And then you can look for announcements of, of the, um, the drill program. And as we put those announcements out about what the drill program is going to look like, we'll be including figures on, that shows the size and scope of the deposit, the, area that it's, the areas that, that it's open, and, and try to relay what some of our plans are going to be. And then our goal is either fourth quarter of this year or first quarter of next is to publish an updated resource on the back of those drilling results. Now, you touched on this earlier, but let me ask you this, sir. The current resource consists largely of oxide material. How does that composition factor in versus the sulfide? And what percentage do you see as the ultimate resource being of each? So currently, um, based on the 2017 preliminary economic assessment done by the previous operator, it's about two-thirds um, oxide, one-third sulfide. Uh, and that gives you a total contained about 440 million pounds of contained copper. Um, we think that the underlying sulfide at CarMax could be two to three times larger. And that's not including our adjacent CarMax North property yet that we've added to the, to the land package. So there's a lot of blue sky here. There is some really compelling targets on, on, on the CarMax North that we do have to do some more work on before we're able to drill those. But meanwhile, at CarMax proper, we have got um, a lot of uh, sulfide potential that we can drill off. Um, and that's, again, that's going to be our focus uh, uh, primarily uh, in this 2021 field season. Given the different processing for oxide versus sulfide, what are the options or early plans there? Well, 
we are exploring uh, multiple paths to to development. Um, you know, the previous operators uh, again um, had contemplated about a nine-year mine life in the oxide only. Um, at 2016, 2017 prices, I had a four-year payback, so we really didn't see that as economic. Um, so, really, that the answer of, of development um, will be answered upon once we've completed growing those resources. So, for instance, if we grew the uh, the oxide resources to the point where we had, um, say, a 15-year mine, it would make sense to to execute on 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 building that out. Um, I should note that there's also a uh, a sulfide mill in the district owned by Minto Mines to the north of us, about 35 kilometers away. Um, so, you know, there there is a possible scenario where that that might be utilized. Um, I know they are working hard to get that running at full capacity and are exploring themselves at their own mine site. So, whether there's any capacity there in the future, it's it's unknown. But the the point is that there is um, an operating sulfide mill in the district. Um, and I think that that bodes well for future consolidation of the district if if we can attract the the, the type of developer who would who would want to see uh, see that put together. You know, speaking of the Minto mine, there's some shared synergies potentially here, as you referenced uh, just a second ago. But how about uh, transportation and infrastructure there? Yeah, I, you know, I think um, when you look at the district as a whole, and and we do at the Minto Copper District, I think you have to consider, um, you know, what's the best path of development. Um, I mean, currently at Minto, they they deliver their concentrate across the Yukon River by barge, and ice road. So there's times when when um, when they can't deliver the concentrate, um, there's a possibility um, of building access down through our, our, our property that would, would um, exclude that uh, barge and ice road. Um, so, you know, I think there, there is possible some, some synergies there. And I, I think more to the point is that our goal is to attract a, a large, larger um, copper producer to the belt. Um, so I think, when you, again, when you, when you look at the entire mental copper belt as a whole, I think it's a very compelling place to be looking for further investment um, and and further um, copper development. Switching gears, sir, please provide us with an update on the capital structure for Granite Creek Copper. We have currently 96 million shares issued and outstanding. It's 150 million on a fully diluted basis. Um, we've got about 8 million warrants um, in the money that would bring in just over a million dollars should those, those, those be exercised. Um, Currently, uh, about seven hundred thousand cash on hand. Um, financing should close um, fairly soon here. Uh, the cash company up for our twenty twenty one field season. In closing, sir, what keeps you up at night that we don't know about? Uh, just how we're gonna we're we're gonna handle all the logistics of the aggressive program that 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 we're gonna gonna work on. We've got some great people on our team. Um, it's an exciting time to be in the copper space and. Um, we, uh, yeah, we've got, we've got to roll up our sleeves and get the work done, but we're confident we can do it. Last question. What did I forget to ask? You know, I think you covered the story very well. Um, I invite uh, listeners to, uh, to our website at uh, www.gcxcopper.com. Um, add our symbols to your watch list and follow along, and, and um, ho- hopefully we're going to have some good results for, for, for people to enjoy. I'm looking forward to it, sir. Mr. Johnson, always a pleasure to speak with you. Wishing you and Granite Creek Copper the absolute best, sir. All right. Thank you very much. 
granite creek copper trades on the tsxv symbol gcx and on the otc symbol gcxxf granite creek copper is a sponsor of proven and probable and we are proud shareholders for the virtues conveyed in today's message before you make your next bullion purchase make sure you call me i'm a licensed representative to buy and sell physical precious metals delivered directly to your residence in the form of gold silver platinum palladium and rhodium and there's no minimum requirement for purchase also we offer offshore depositories and precious metal iras give me a call at 855-505-1900 that number again is 855-505-1900 or you may email maurice at milesfranklin.com finally please subscribe to proven and probable for mining insights and bullion sales subscription is free the information presented on proven and probable is provided for educational and informational purposes only without any express or implied warranty of any kind including warranties of accuracy completeness or fitness for any particular purpose the information is not intended to be and does not constitute financial investment or trading advice or any other advice you should not make any financial investment or trading decision based on any of the information presented without first undertaking independent due diligence and consultation with a professional broker or competent financial advisor